Long ago, a prodigious high school existed. Podcast High. One day, two students decided to start their own podcast and name it Homeroom Time. Their podcast went on for a while, but suddenly they had to take an unexpected break. And they were gone for months with no sight of where they went. But one day, they came back to finish what they had started. This is the tale of their second season. Welcome back to Homeroom Time, where our hiatus was a mere week compared to the, what, seven months from season one. And as always, I'm your host, Arjun. I have not changed since the last episode. Yes, we have our co-host. Atul. Very nice introduction there. Indeed. And... Let our guests go ahead and introduce themselves one by one. Um, so, what is up, guys? My name is Ujbal. I am, in fact, a school friend of both Arjun and Atul, but also I do other stuff like um, fitness and gaming. Uh, a couple of you might also know me from my YouTube, um, which has been doing pretty well lately, especially during lockdown because everyone's just watching anything. But yeah, that's about me. Okay, so uh, my name is Salil. I've appeared on several podcasts before, including the season finale of uh, of season one. And yeah, uh, what you might not know about me is I'm a huge fan of gaming. And uh, even though I like most of the time I enjoy watching other people like YouTubers or my friends play games, I enjoy playing games myself because I feel one, it's a great pastime, especially since now that the exams have been practically and just wait for college for most of us so i think that uh, yes that's definitely uh, one of the pastimes but i think gaming for is also a big stress relief because it takes your mind every single worry that you have and yeah that's me personally speak your, speak for yourself on that part i don't have such free time you guys may have gotten your exams cancelled but that doesn't apply to everyone sucks to be but but Salil did bring up a good point and that's going to be our segue for the first topic because what is gaming to you and why do you play it I think it's kind of that constant factor of gaming that I think excites most of us and for me personally I as as I said I don't play as many games as maybe all of you guys but I enjoy watching other people play games because one my I I I have a potato PC but uh, for me one of the games that I've been playing for the last 5 or 6 years is the Halo trilogy and that includes 1 2 3 read and halo 4 so why the halo series kind of stands out for me is because one everybody else in my old school used to play it so i kind of got into the groove there and then and two it it has a very integrated story associated with it which which kind of attracted me to the game to begin with and other than that it's not one of those shooter games where you can just have one constant weapon like uh, i think the best game that comes into mind when i think about this is something like call of duty where essentially you have this one weapon the sniper 
sniper and you just keep on sniping everybody in in a, in a uh, PvP game but uh, in Halo there are multiple different game types you have campaign mode you have the PvP mode and you have several firefight modes as well which uh, which is a very good way of playing the game because though so this always keeps you on your feet and yeah i look like, when it comes to other games i play some mmorpgs like uh, uh league of legends sometimes yes, and God. sometimes even uh this uh, reach out a legend as well but other than that yeah i think marvel got the champions is one more that i played but other than these handful of games uh when it comes to gaming opinions as a whole i think i can give them regardless of any game that is being played for arjun at least if he if he still remembers uh, arjun used to know i used to game a lot back in the 9th and 10th um, mm-hmm, i would true. probably sit for like 20 hours a day if i could if i had the option to or like uh, on the weekends i would completely play for like 20 hours on weekdays i'd play like at least 6 7 8 hours if i could and essentially i used to just be super into like I feel like it was a space or a sphere of a entertainment industry which like completely absorbed me and that like at that point of time I didn't really have much to do cuz so I would do sports in school I would finish off head home and then start playing again with my friends so essentially the the aspect of life that I was ignoring at that point of time was like school so uh that really showed cuz I would struggle a lot with like my academics back then but that was not I would never blame gaming for that right I would blame like my own choices because I've seen people who can function while gaming and still doing other things but sadly I don't seem to be one of those people so anyways the game that I was super into back then was um CS:GO for those of you who don't know is Counter Strike Global Offensive It is one of the biggest games in the esports industry that many people credit to come right after Dota 2. Dota 2 being the biggest esports game which I am been recently getting super into as well. I think with me is when I get into games or like gaming itself, I usually don't restrict myself to anything but I would say I have a niche and my niche would essentially be uh first person shooters but as you can see dota is me slowly branching out from that but another thing that's really important to me is like competitive gaming so i like i like playing multiplayer games and i really enjoy having fun with my friends but if we're not competing against other people i tend to stray away from those games because i seem to get bored rather quickly so an example that i would often use is um minecraft so a lot of friends of mine are into minecraft including arjun and atul and a couple of their friends as well and so i would always like i would be interested in them playing minecraft but then i would never really ever join them because i had absolutely no interest in playing that sport i mean that game at all because there's no for me it just feels like you're not working towards anything right you're just simply playing for the sake of like fun which is always good don't get me wrong i enjoy having fun but i like competitive fun more than like um you know casual cruising fun you enjoy the thrill of it yeah i enjoy the thrill of like yeah. competitiveness so in fact for those of you who don't know valorant is another game that i got super into and in fact i was really really insane at valorant i in fact became the first platinum player from india 
or actually uh, i won't lie i was the first platinum player from asia um but that was way back when the game was still like in its open beta and like when it slowly became more better. but then the issue arose of 11th grade and 12th grade and essentially me having a conservative family they were like gaming is bad for you you should not game focus on your academics so i never really got to play as much valorant as i thought i could but i would I, i i one thing that i can say for sure is i would have been very 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 skilled at valorant i would have been very good so ato i know you and i were part of like the first episode and we talked about gaming there too but it's been i think nearly a year since that episode came yeah. out yeah like you can use this opportunity to start fresh ato it's something that we barely get a second chance on so go ahead take it use it Okay, so over in 9th and 10th, I was largely into RPGs, and I personally still am into RPGs. Um, I played a lot of Skyrim, I played a lot of Elder Scrolls Online, actually, because I could decapitate people's heads quite frequently. Um, Rust was a big thing for me, and, mm. and all these were on console, actually, because uh, I have a Mac, so that's kind of self-explanatory. Um so um yeah and I also used to be into CS:GO a lot. Um I was more into gaming for the thrill aspect of it, but I also liked a lot of creative stuff like um ever since like 8th grade I've been working on a uh, pretty big Minecraft project for okay, three big Minecraft projects actually. Um I've been working on a Minecraft airport um which is already done by the way. I can send you screenshots sometime. Um I've been working on a pretty big Minecraft city which I think which will solve one time when I brought my iPad. I feel like lots of people who are like um you know like clever, you know like um classically clever or intellectual get into these building types games like Minecraft especially because um it gives them like a space for them to create things that they couldn't really create in reality without being funded like with a lot of money. Right. So for So for like Atul himself I for one would like credit Atul as like most definitely being a genius like I don't throw that word around very easily I have actually never I don't think I've ever like said to a person that I think they're a genius ever before but Atul is a very intellectual person and he's very 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 smart and I feel like these types of games that allow him to like create are going to be his like niche cuz he always seems to like enjoy like thinking of stuff always and there ladies and gentlemen is a teacher's perspective on gaming i know right <laughs> it sounded it sounded like a parent teacher conference with the teachers like Damn. Yeah, mr and mrs parida <clears throat> i have something to talk about i saw your son playing minecraft the other day and he made a very fantastic city and uh, something that i've noticed with <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> No, but um, straight up, like with, the, but that's another thing, right? Like even kids that get into Minecraft are usually like, the ones that like build like huge projects are usually like really smart. Like that's a pattern you notice. Look at like Dream. Do you guys know Dream? Of course, uh, yeah, Dream SLP. Come on. Dream is the most intelligent human being I think I've ever seen, and he is the most. See, like Minecraft is not a very competitive game, and Minecraft is not a very big esports game. But honestly, Dream could be one of the best esports player in any of the uh, any any game that he picked. I can say that with 
absolute surety because the things that that guy does are just insane insane subscribe to technoblade <laughs> okay subscribe also, to the pig i i wanted to say this a while before when salo said it but i never got the opportunity to this is not sponsored by raid shadow legends at oh, all yeah. <laughs> raid shadow legends just sponsors everything and everyone <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> eventually, eventually, they're just gonna be the only sponsor in the world. Imagine every video starts off with "Hey guys, welcome to my video sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends." Every video you click on is no. them. Okay, you, you guys know, you guys know how they keep saying like, "Oh yeah, Skynet's gonna happen." No, it's not gonna be Skynet. It's gonna, it's be, Raid. gonna be Raid Shadow. <laughs> it's gonna be Raid. <laughs> Raid's gonna just gonna Shadow take Shadow. everything. Yeah, Raid will become like the biggest company ever. They buy Amazon. And then they rename it Raids on, bro. Raids on, Raids on, Raids on. Real, no, no, no. Real life loot boxes, on. real life loot boxes. <laughs> and get uh, they just randomly once a month, just get randomly get a package, Amazon pack. I mean, Raid Raids on package in front in your doorstep, and it could be anything. Yeah. Like you What's open it up, it could be just a free TV. <laughs> exactly. See, talking about gaming, that's the thing that our like life brings up, like. Do you guys realize how insane the concept of like loot boxes is? Right? This is gambling. It's the most lucrative business in gaming, right? It's the most like look at Steam. Oh my God, Steam loot have done one of on the Steam, most man. amazing thing ever. You know how much money Steam has made off um, loot boxes for Dude. the past couple of years? Dude, not just loot boxes. Well into the yes. billions. Well into the billions. And you know they've created a sustainable economy. They've created a virtual economy that is on levels with third world and fourth world countries. You know the Steam yes. makes more revenue than certain countries do. Okay, that's just impressive. That's fucking insane. And 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 like if you look at it, if you look at it, if you look at what we're buying. We're buying pixels for thousands of like rupees and dollars. The most expensive items that get sold on CS, dude. The most expensive skin that got sold on CS was like a hundred thousand or something dollars. Yeah, That's fucking crazy. That's insane. It's a six-figure sale. But you know what's, what? What what that brings up to my mind is that's the same concept with Bitcoin, right? Skins can equate like. the concept of like bitcoin because certain skins can be valued at that level exactly yeah yeah because like skins are skins are not real cryptocurrencies are not real yet they both hold a value in the real world right so essentially i would view skins nowadays earlier when i was a kid i used to view them as oh for yeah skin maze let's look nice in game but i understand why this is such a lucrative business for so many people where they resell skins and they like buy skins when the market is down and up they're basically stock traders or they're basically <laughs> cryptocurrency investors actually uh ujwal i would i would equate it less of cryptocurrency i would actually put it towards an nft and i'm pretty sure they can categorize as nfts mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because nfts are basically the exact same thing imagine you can put on there, your tax write off imagine you can just put on your tax write off like i bought cs cs go skin cs go cs go skin they give you cash back that's crazy dude but just honestly think about that like genuinely like think it's, about that that's crazy it's an insane the fact that the team managed to single handedly build such a great economy is insane because right now if you go to steam and if you go to marketplace and you go to like skins right 
it will blow your mind what you will see it'll just it's insane with there there's like so many categories of games that do that though this like cs with their skins and skins not just limited to um cs there's a lot of games yeah, that have skins that game does, does that every game does lots of games, games though like there's people who, you know how much money someone will pay to get an account that has a certain five star yeah, you know yeah how yes. much people yes. shell to get a five star you know yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in it's just an insane but amount of money like that's what i'm saying like they've that's 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 insane that's crazy that they've created something like this you know the fact that they've created an economy so great that they can have the great depression in their economy you know what they call it you know what this great depression of the steam marketplace is called the great depression that's actually what it's called think that's about that for a second you know who had the great depression heard. you know who had the great depression america a literal you. nation a literal nation had the great depression and now a virtual place where you sell gun skins is having the great depression that's insane it's i i, I can you know it just might be me i don't know if you guys have realized this but this has turned to a very much an economics course yeah but like we're just this talking about like gaming economics so that that's yeah, a that's like, a very valid thing but actually i was going to i was going to ask you guys as because i know you as well you tend to play a lot more fps now you're branching out a bit more mm-hmm, um and salil also he played more shooters so he he tends to watch more games so mm-hmm. in his case i'll ask him what he watches um and atul has he i know he does play a lot of different things like rpgs he plays minecraft some fps is like cs but what type of niche games do you play like in my case i play a lot of rhythm games but there uh, aren't very many good rhythm games out there right or very well known ones there's also games there's also then there's like the one the rearch games the citus citus 2 voice mm-hmm. but apart from those it's either you get the idle games which is basically just a gotcha hole oh god gotcha. categorized as a rhythm game let's be honest the amount of it's more gotcha than it is a rhythm game um, yeah but those are still fun the issue is that there, there there's not many it's it's an undersaturated market is uh, one of my friends had to said be, last time I talked about this to be right? ultra honest i play literally the same games every single time okay i i'll tell you how many hours i have on counter strike global offensive if i can just check right now i i have that's actually really sad oh my god <laughs> i have 3000 hours on counter strike you what <laughs> what i don't even i don't even have that much on breath of the wild and dude. i've beaten that game seven times over dude i, have, I only have one day on counter strike i have 3000 hours on counter strike i see this is what i'm saying this is what this is what i'm trying to explain to you i would play until my mind would rot and my mind you know what forget forget the episode this is an intervention which <laughs> you like i don't play i don't play cs anymore like okay. i haven't i okay I, here's the thing right though as well 
Yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't play as long anymore, and you have three thousand hours. But the issue is, right? I can't really speak because I'm, I I play a lot of different genres. Like before, uh, if you remember from ninth or tenth, I didn't play mm-hmm. a lot. Like I wasn't very into FPSs or MOBA. But now I'm actually opening up to those, and those are the last few genres that I actually didn't the bother to play. The problem is, once you get into FPS, you're gonna get sucked in. In games like Dota and MOBAs, and like um, you know, like. Counter Strike. The progression scale is different. The progression scale is literally okay. I have to move. I have to move next. Next rank. Next rank. Next rank. Next rank. I have to become better and better and better. And so that makes the progression of the game more objective oriented than subjective oriented. Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't really yeah. play the game to have. And that's fun. why. That's why so many young people get sucked into it. Like me, especially. Like the reason that I would play so much. Was purely because I wanted to like just become better and better every single day with my rank, right? Like it's it a got statement. to a point. Yeah, right, it yeah. got to a point where like a large sum of my gaming was essentially me equating my time while I was playing, not to if I had fun, rather if I got the rank that I required for the day to continue with my progression or not. Essentially, what people do is when they play these types of games, they play not for the fun, but you know, like. They keep playing for the aspect of the fun that they used to have when they originally came to the game. You right, understand yeah. what I'm saying? So they're trying to live through the past. They're trying to be like, oh, that one time I had fun playing CS, but right now I'm losing seven games in a row and I'm losing my rank. But I want to win my rank back. Yeah, cognitive inconsistencies. Exactly. There we go. It's a, it's basically a loop where you're just stuck. You're always chasing this like wild goose. And each time you achieve it, the way that they form this is that there's always something better, right? It's just. And now you're just saying words. Yeah, exactly. At one point, it's just like, so, what does this even mean? It's just pixels on my screen that give me a value, bro. And it's like, do I really game for this? And the answer is absolutely yes, I do. I fucking love ranked games. And here I thought you were gonna go like the anime route, where it's you realize the existential dread that no, you got from this entire thing. No, that. screw that. I. Will but, play until my mind will rot, and I'm 90 years old, still thinking about playing CS:GO or Dota. That's basically me so, when I play um, solid. solid. Yeah. So, what type of uh, niche game do you either play or watch? Deceit. If you guys happen to know what deceit is, and so essentially in that, how the game works is um i would just say it's basically like among us but with a higher progression scale because in among us you're only in the ship right you're only on that one map but basically on um deceit you keep progressing through the levels and the four levels and basically you can equate that to tasks in um among us so if you don't finish your tasks slash levels yeah. in deceit by the time that the monster kills you all then you lose the game but if you finish all your levels then you win the game and that's a good example so salil anything anything on your side what did you what if what if you watched that is niche uh, not exactly watched but uh, i i don't know if you guys are familiar with this game but it's called marvel contest of champions but uh, the thing about marvel contest of champions is that it's a, it's pretty much exclusive to the mobile or the ipad now what is so niche about this is that it requires a very specific fan base because it is so easy so easy to get bored with marvel contest of champions because as i said it is just one constant way of playing there's no 
any style of playing there's no change to any method of playing it's just a constant it, it's just a constant way of playing now what makes it so different than i would say maybe something like injustice or mortal combat is the game types can change from place to place so there is a story mode there is a player versus player there's player versus entity there are so many ways that you can play marvel contest of champions even though that there's one constant way of playing so if you are willing to invest your time i would say this would at least at least take 2 to 3 months for you to get acquainted to this game but after you pass that 3 month threshold i would say that it becomes very a, a, a very good time pass game um, no but would, that's the thing i would that's what i just realize about myself i would never play a game casually i very rarely play games casually that's why i like competitive games you understand what i was saying Can yeah I- No, no. I understand what you're saying. Now, uh, like the one thing that I think is a uh, little unspoken about is pay to win, and so like many games win. have fallen under the trap of pay to win. Now, yes, for some people, yes, probably doable. You can probably pay around like a hundred, two hundred, three hundred, maybe even five hundred rupees per month, and then you can just get your job done. But the thing is, for other people. it it just changes the level of difficulty from people who are willing to spend hundreds and thousands of any currency versus someone who just plays it casually and that creates a huge gap between gamers so yeah, for me but yeah but this way, there's not a single popular play to win pay to win game not a single one like no. name, <laughs> actually name. okay wait before before you do that there is i was going to put this as like a little tip for anyone playing contest of champions the element is that you don't get very many five stars in that game right it's not it's very that. rare but but one tip that i guarantee you worked for me don't play the game <laughs> Literally, yeah, don't see? play the game yeah, for see? six months Smart at man. a time, and the first What? few crystals that you open will guarantee you a five star. And the reason yeah, is Kabam like, has to take yeah, you into the game, and you yeah, need your five star. So basically, in contest of champions, you just take a hiatus, how you guys did from your podcast. Oh. Yes. No. Uh, Sudden yes. random hiatus. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, the thing is, um, I I I don't know how many of you are uh, familiar with it. I'm pretty sure Ujwal might be familiar with it, but uh, I'm pretty sure all of us, I'm like all of us, have played Plants vs Zombies at one point. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And I would say Plants vs Zombies one is probably the best one, but. Let me just bring you to after EA Sports took over it, and then we saw this oh, sudden shift. Saw this sudden shift in uh, Plants vs Zombies 2, where it just became unattractive to anybody who was playing because to progress you had to pay. And even though even the Marvel, uh, the Marvel Contest of Champions game might not be pay to win per se, because the one criticism that most of these games always get is that it the gap created is just too much to have a fun time playing if you are strictly free to play no matter what game it is it will not be big in gaming if it is pay to win because people just won't take that shit very few people will honestly stick to a game for an extremely long period of time if it's based on them having to pay large sums of money or even small sums of money over an extended period of time that, yeah ex- exactly exactly and just ex- uh, just expanding on your point a little that uh, most of your esports games like whether you take it as Dota 2 or League of Legends you are speaking from the perspective of someone who 
plays games practically like uh, who who loves playing games as a hobby right i sometimes like to play games as a pastime so now atul and arjun i i i, I can't personally speak for them but as so um my gaming experience might not be exactly the same as ujwal's gaming experience because one we don't play the same games and two we spend a different amount of time on those games so uh, so from my perspective as a casual fan as an extremely casual i have i can say that this casual player, games are always pay to win i agree with you casual exactly. games are always pay to win uh, that is true i can agree with that 100% casual games are always pay to win it's the hobby games that are not pay to win I understand what you're saying. Okay, see, that's the that's actually a good point because casual games don't have the same thing as hobby games. Let's take exactly. League, right? Let's take League or Dota. The main transaction aspects of it are completely avoidable because they're mostly like skins cosmetic, and stuff like exactly. that. Another cosmetic at best. Like, your skill is what takes you further, and exactly. that's why people sink hours into the game. Exactly. That does not exist for casual games. But the thing is, that's what I'm saying. For casual games, the retention require a retention that they have is very low. So what they do is they make money off the people as quickly as they can. Because Salil himself, saying that he was interested in contest of champions, admitted that it was a boring game. now for lots of people they won't stick through that boring period so what a lot of people do is they have all their fun by buying the heroes that they want really quickly in the game progressing really fast and then once they get bored of it they leave but by then the company that made the game already got what they wanted right they got the money from the guy buying the packs opening them and and so on so forth that's exactly And yes, 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 I'm 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 guaranteeing that you've noticed this, right? Casual games always have this one thing that ties them all together, and they yes. generally have an energy system. Yeah, so you oh, can't oh, yeah, play forever. Exactly, you have an energy, and then you have to pay money to get it back, or wait hours, literal hours, to get back to where you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. and because of that dominant fan base of paying individuals it becomes so freaking boring for those who are not willing to pay such as myself now the okay so i'm i'm about to give you a very a very niche example okay so every year marvel contest of champions has this thing called the december gifting event essentially gives you this once per year this extremely rare champion okay six star kang and a six star thanos which, which like in 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 terms of game progression might not be the biggest name out there but it's a it's a big character now the now the gifting system works in a very weird way so you have to use your units now these units can either be earned by you actually putting in hard work on the game or I'll you just them. 700 uh, uh, rupees to get a huge ton of them now you use those units to gift other people now at, at its base it seems like a very standard procedure right okay so if if i'm a free to play player i will work hard towards it and if i'm a whale then i'm just going to buy all the units and get give it to other people last year there was a humongous scandal where these big names like these big names in mcoc like the number 1 ranked in the world they bought so many alt accounts okay they bought millions of alt accounts and started transferring units to their accounts so that they could give it to other people and you know how much kabam made in that time 6 million dollars one weekend one weekend mm-hmm. 6 million dollars let that sink in for one minute so you have a free to play game which is considered like it is sold as a free to play game but for some reason kabam is milking these wheels to the extent where it creates such a big imbalance for those who genuinely try hard now like just by saying that i i am genuinely trying to understand 
going on in this game and it really it, it disconnects me from these casual games now and, and the thing is that i can't just wake up one day and say you know what i just want to start playing dota 2 or league of legends because it's something as ujul said you need to grow into it you need to start playing it for some time it's like you can't just join in and just think that you're going no, to no that okay what i would like to say is any game you can join in instantly but you cannot be um, maybe you can bro try it if it's a free game download it play it free game download it play it if you're good you're good if you're not you just play more and get better uh ujwal uh do you mind if i ask you a question like just one question and i know that i'm, I'm like uh, this might be a very controversial topic in terms of its subjectivity but i'm i'm i'm, I'm just going to throw it out there Go and this is actually it. for all three of you and i know what the response is going to be but i just want to hear the logic behind it because go for it because we put it right now so very interesting uh, thing in the past has been called the cause for violence in teenagers so when no. we see these march things happen all around it has Welcome been back. called Welcome it has been called psychology psychology class psychology 101 i would say yes i would say yes i would say yes and no i know that we all would like never ever do anything or like ever or, okay i understand that but now let's talk about this yesterday not yesterday i think day before yesterday or yesterday when i hopped on a gta 5 The first thing I did was crash into civilians on purpose and kill them. Took my gun and shot police officers in the face for fun. Okay? And why not? This okay, was very Okay, why not? This why? was very enjoyable for me, okay? I did this over and over. I kept chasing police officers and killing them. Now, I would like to say I personally understand that I would never ever do something like this. However, however, I would like to say that certain people already facing mental issues and using these games to fantasize about killing could then be led into the direction of actually killing i'm not saying that is the gaming's fault i'm not saying that is the, that oh games are bad i'm simply saying if a person is already going through mental stress gaming could be one of many things that could push them over the edge basically gaming acts as I mean it basically reinforces that idea. as as gaming is bro gaming is just virtual reality okay it gives them a virtual reality some people get bored of the virtual reality and want to make it real think of like role players role players dress up as these heroes that they see in games why do they do that because they want to mimic the the virtuality in reality right if i tell you that about if i tell you that about people who dress up as pikachu at comic con you won't think that i'm insane or you won't say oh my god you're wrong gaming doesn't influence them that way Gaming definitely influences people in, in in every way, bro. Anything in life influences you to do something in life. That's why it's that's why you get into it. It's your psychology and like the issues that you face at home. If you're depressed, if you have anxiety, if you have already like psychological tendencies and ideas and so on and so forth, and then you play games, you essentially get like a run-through version of what you really want to do. Yes that is one yes that is one reason why it might happen and another reason which i i think is the the lesser known is that I, okay so let's just take any hypothetical person okay x now the thing is that they're bullied at school i am i'm pretty sure that bullying at school is the most like it is the core reason why most of these school shooters feel that they are entitled to do whatever they see fit and now when you go on to gaming you say like you, you you have people going around saying that oh you can't kill me oh you're so bad lol xd and that would make one person mad look at it from this perspective bro i have bullied people to the point where they cry in person dude 
I've been a bully before. I know what it's like, and I've been bullied before. It can definitely affect your psychology. Now, the mental fortitude that some people have is much lesser. You just chopping it off to oh, they're getting bullied a little. For some people, that's substantial. Both of you made pretty much the arguments that I think Atul and I were going to make, right? Uh, with with the fact that it, it's not really. If you're going to take it as an argument that whether or not games are the main reason. All the I'm answer is not a complete yeah, yes. It's really. I feel they're like a they're like a gasoline to an already lit flame. Mobile esports. Let's talk about mobile esports. Do you guys understand them coming bigger and bigger? Yes, with, with especially with the release nice. of League on mobile. Are we are we are we pro or con? Are we pro or not pro? pro. I'm, <laughs> see, I'm I I'm I'm not pro because I'm like. a pc gamer and pc masters and all this but i'm also pro because i think with the perspective that when esports originally had come out everyone said esports is shit esports will never be anything and i want to support something that i want to support people bro like that are getting into gaming like i want to support the mobile industry but it's but it's just so to me it's so cringe can you imagine like i understand like i'm so like It's so dumb because to me, like I can consider a PC gamer like a professional Counter Strike player. Like, oh, dude, that guy's doing such cool things. But if a guy tells me, oh, dude, I'm a professional mobile gamer, I would laugh. And you see how rude that is, and you see how double-sided that is. It's my personal bias that doesn't allow me to take it seriously, even though I want to. So I won't diss it, but I won't support it either. Uh, yeah, basically, esports on console, and mobile. Um, console and console. Okay. No, okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Excuse <laughs> you. As, as a mainly oh, console gamer, oh, I take offense. First of all, at least it opens up esports to a new market. I mean, that sure, is true. I mean, sure, people on mobile gaming may not be as experienced as PC gamers, for example. I mean, you can't ever compare someone playing, I don't know, Counter Blocks, Roblox offensive to a person playing Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. I mean that's never going to be a comparison, but at least mobile gamers get that opportunity. And I mean, as you said, it kind of disillusions people. About esports, esports has been growing amazingly. Seriously, man. yeah. I'm really loving how esports is doing, dude. Now colleges are slowly, slowly offering scholarships for esports players. That's amazing. Dude, that is amazing. Dude, I myself got the esports scholarship for CS:GO in Illinois Tech. ஒரு You know, Salil, you better start speaking right now. I'm, I'm not pissed at all for not telling us. Give us your thoughts, Salil, right now. But that's End exactly what I'm saying. I love the fact that esports is growing so much. It's it's just nice that they're opening up the the classics to more advanced like things. Because like esports is a I I think esports is a wonderful thing that it's like you're allowing people to like make money of something that they that's a hobby for them or that they that they have a passion towards because look at some of these teams right and some of these players they pour 
hours and hours of their life into something and i feel anyone who's putting in genuine time and actually working really hard should get rewarded for that exactly i i could not agree more with ujwal right now because gaming is really just considered like like when we hear those like those parents tell us that oh gaming oh yeah that's just for fun and for people who it is like and then the gaming has grown a lot grow, like gaming as as a general like rather a sports or it's just for casual fun it's expanded like regardless of the like the method of which you play and i think that fact alone is huge for the gaming industry right and i'm 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 still not going to talk to atul for at least 3 weeks because until like until 5 minutes ago i didn't even know that people are getting scholarships and then i knew that and then i knew that atul is getting one so atul um, don't talk to me don't talk to don't me you're a laugh You're dead to me, smug little guy. It's just laughing. No, you don't get that. Shush. Right. Okay. My perspective on this whole mobile esports thing. Right. I am kind of biased in the sense that I have a my phone's not big enough to play these games properly. I am happy at least because the mobile game market, regardless of how much like we console gamers or PC gamers like to talk about them in a weird light. They're they're a massive market. It's a lot more accessible compared to shelling like yeah. thousands for But a PC or hundreds like for say, a console. Also, I would like to say, you guys, Atul, I mean Arjun, especially you, you're fucking disgusting, man. You play on a console. I, I'm do sorry, I can't have, console you. Do you have no s- ban this man? Ban this man. No more <laughs> fun. No I'm not fun. gonna. I'm not regretting this. This do is you great have- fun. Welcome back to Trader Shaming. Yes. Yes. And with that, we conclude the gaming episode. Welcome back to Silence, GG, Augers. I'm saying gaming terminology because this is a gaming episode. I'm not cringe, bro. Okay, thanks for coming. Eat hashtag lit, fam. It dabs <laughs> for twenty sixty nine. Why are we doing this? Why? But anyways, thanks for thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time with the special to the gaming episode. <laughs>